G'day, welcome to the Unbox Your Gift podcast. I'm Rita Joyan, how to turn your passion into a profession. Today, I specifically want to dive deep into this area of your childhood and how what you did as a child has a huge influence on what your passion is. Because a lot of the times, what you did as a child is what you did because you enjoyed it. There was no one to tell you what to do, how to, in certain times. Yes, you had probably a parent or a caregiver telling you to do some maths homework or uh, do extra tutoring. But if you just pay attention and go back in time in this episode, I want you to see how what you did as a child paves the way for what your passion is to a huge extent. So have a listen on how your childhood gives voice to your passion. See you on the side. So when people want to find their passion, when they want to find what they're good at, the number one place I ask people to go back and to look into is their childhood. In fact, in the passion process, when I teach people how to find their passion, which is available at unboxyourgift.com and episodes two and three on this podcast series, available there, go grab it and listen to it. But I want to dive deep specifically in this episode in your childhood because your childhood gives such huge clues as to what you're good at. And the reason why you may think it may not be the case or you can't remember your childhood, and I'm not talking about remember the whole thing, but there are certain times in your childhood where if you just pay close attention to, you will be able to see what really resonated with you because you did things that you enjoyed without thinking of status or money or prestige or uh, attention uh, in terms of what you love to do consistently without someone telling you what to do. So what I want, really want to be able to bring you to your attention is I want you to go back in time and I just want you to do this exercise. I want you to go back in time to your childhood and really focus on what did you do as a child that you enjoyed and why? So think back to five-year-old, three-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old, 10-year-old, 12-year-old Fatma or Jane or, or Jason or... Uh, Omar, think about what you did as a child that you enjoyed and why did you do it? Because it's not really important. By the way, just before I go and move ahead, I want you to write down on the left-hand side what you did as a child that you enjoyed and then next to it on the right-hand side, write why you enjoyed that particular activity because the clues are in the why. And I want you to ask why until you can't ask anymore. So if you said, I enjoyed uh, playing with my friends, well, why did, did I enjoy playing with my friends? Because it got me out of the house. So why didn't I, did I enjoy being out of the house? Because I was able to go into an imaginary world with my friends and play as if we were having cups of tea when really they were just cups of mud that we were playing with using our imagination. Why did you enjoy using your imagination? So I want you to dig down like that, like keep asking why, keep asking why, because the answers are in the why. The answers are in the why. It's not so much what you did, but why you did those activities. And what you'll see is that anytime that you see someone who's excelling, you will find that the reason why they're excelling is they did predominantly most of the time, 95% of the time, the people actually did those activities as a kid. So if you look at someone like Oprah Winfrey, as a three-year-old, she would say that she would stand in front of the church and recite I believe, uh, Bible verses or hymns, or she would just address the congregation and church and speak to them. And she would do that as a three-year-old. Now, why that's important is because 
that's an experience that she called on because that would relate. Now that build a neurological um, connection in her brain that she enjoyed that. And so obviously as things panned out for her in her adulthood, she went into that line of speaking, of being a talk show host. Someone like Gary Vaynerchuk, he was uh, selling, um, I think it was selling lemonade, selling flowers door to door and called up that same skill set after his father brought him in, got him to work in his business. He recalled that thing. Now, the point is here, guys, is what you did as a kid matters because you actually identified what it was that you were good at. Minus the status, minus what would, was good to do, minus what you know looked good in terms of prestige. It was just because you enjoyed it. And that's what passion is. What do you enjoy? What is it that lights you up? What is it that gives you energy? And those things you already did as a kid, but because of schooling and having to do well in the subjects that you have to do well in and growing up, life got in the way and then you forgot. And so it's really interesting for you to go back in time and think about what did I do as a kid and why did I do it? And you will see that anyone who is successful in what they do, majority of people, they are calling on something that they did as a child and they've just kind of found their way into that passion in, in adulthood. So I share that with you because a huge proportion of people who are trying to find their passion are looking outside themselves. And the reason why that is a dangerous way, because once you look outside yourself, then it's easy, easy to get sucked into once again, the same reason why you're looking for your passion and leaving the job or trying to find a new job or change careers. You went into that space of that job or that career because of the money or the title or you fell into it or because it's got a, you know, a great prospect or, you know, your parents are going to love you for it or it's, you know, you did all the reasons outside of yourself. But if you could just get silent and just really go, just not even deep. If you just get silent, because I know some people who I've done this exercise with have said to me that they didn't have a very good childhood. I'm not asking you to remember anything that's going to be traumatic for you or, but what, there was a moment in time and in childhood that you enjoyed. I remember once, uh, coaching with someone and the lady who I was coaching was saying to me that, you know, her childhood was quite traumatic. And I said, okay, that, that's fine. Was there a moment in time in your childhood that you could go back and you could find some relief? What did you do to find relief from the situation? What did you do to take your mind off as a child? What did you play? How did you play? Did you use your imagination? And she thought about it and she said, actually, we had uh, horses and I went, would go and just spend time with my horses. And I said, so beautiful. So why did you find time to go with your horse? So asking the question, why? Why the horses? Why didn't you just go for a walk? Why didn't you go and take your dolls outside? Like, why were they the horses? You know, what? it's because it, it's, it's, it gives clues. And the reason why you're asking why is because it's going to push you forward to get an answer about what triggers you, what moves you, what motivates you internally versus externally. So I want you to just take a moment to just think about that. And it's really important because not only that, guys, I remember doing a retreat last year and there was a lady, Filipino lady, in the retreat that I was leading. And I was going through this exercise with her. And after the exercise, uh, obviously now after you do what did you did as a kid and then the next question is, what are your uh, habits, skills and talents, your hobbies, skills and talents, sorry, and why do you enjoy them? And then what do you aspire to be like? 
uh, or what contribution do you aspire to have and why? And I was doing this exercise at a retreat last year and the lady in, um, one of the ladies in the retreat, she's just started to tear up. And I didn't understand why, because nobody's teared up. And I couldn't understand why. And I stopped the, the training and I asked her, like, is something wrong? Did something? She said, I finally understand why I do what I do. I finally get myself, I get, gain insight. And so that's what I want to pass on to you. It's not the first time somebody has said that they've had insight into this. And that's really important because insight is what's going to give you understanding of yourself. And self-understanding is what allows you to really dive deep into your passion and how to change into a, a profession. Because really people say, I need purpose. I was actually um, at, uh, I met a friend who I hadn't seen in a very long time. And I, she said, I was, you know, I'm just looking for purpose. I, I joined a non, not-for-profit because I'm looking for purpose. And that's what people are after. And I didn't get a chance to ask her, did she find her purpose working for a not-for-profit? But purpose comes from when you find, if you can't find your purpose, it's your passion. Let your passion lead you to that purpose. Because the way, once you go on the way, the way is going to be revealed to you. It, it just does. It just is. You will feel your way towards it. Because maybe the path that you want to take hasn't been written about. Nobody has trodden on that path before in the way that you want to do it, in the way that you want to deliver it. And so it's important for you to find your own way is to find insights into yourself. And it doesn't matter if you're 12, you're 20, you're 50, you're, you're 80, you're, you're constantly learning about yourself. So don't get in comparison mode and say, well, my friend there who's half my age or my so-and-so who's half my age or whoever it is has already found what they're doing. How is it that I haven't? Everyone is on their own journey. The moment you compare, someone gave me a great quote. They said, to compare is to despair. The moment you start comparing, because nobody, God hasn't given anyone else the lessons, the, the trials, the challenges, the highs that God has given you specifically. And no one can interpret it the way you can interpret your highs, your challenges, because it's unique to you. Not even two twins. can They can have the same parents, have the same life experiences, but each twin will internalize the experiences separately. My friend is a twin. And when she has a birthday party, as a kid, when she had a birthday party, she'd say she would hate it, not hate it, but she didn't like it because all her friends had a birthday party and she had to share it with her twin sister. Whereas her twin would say to me, I loved having my, uh, my birthday party with my twin sister because I got to share the experience you know, the love, there was more love because I had my sister to share my birthday with and we born on the same day and that meant so much to me. And same experience, same parents, same household, but different interpretation. And obviously it's just something as something like that as a birthday party. So can you imagine life experiences of going to school, of getting your first job, of learning of meeting people, all these things that create a character, how that's going to be internalized different because we're all different. So the moment you compare or the moment you go back and reminisce how things could have been is the moment that you're going to lose hold of your passion, you lose hold of your, your purpose because you're going back in time. So what I want you to do is only go back in time for the purpose of finding what did you enjoy doing as a kid and why? And if you can answer that question for yourself, you will gain insight, just that one alone, because you'll go back. I know for myself, when I go back in time, I was constantly playing with my friends and we were playing like games like teachers and we would make believe we had students and we would play um, 
you know, I would pretend that I'm a reporter and I would pretend that I'd be walk, walking around and telling people these are the new plants in our garden and don't they look, you know, just, it's just like, but, and I forgot all about that. I completely forgot. I go to school, I go to university and I've completely forgotten until I get to corporate and I'm like, you know, there's got to be something else that, that I want to, there is something I want to do, but I don't know just how to tap onto it. I don't know how to put my finger on it. I don't know how to identify it until my work became finding solutions, putting programs together. And I just thought, well, I want to put a program for myself together on how to find my passion. And then I started teaching it to other people and people were getting results and finding insights. And then I started to teach more and more people. And hence I'm giving it to you right now because it's worked with so many people. And so it, it gives you clues about yourself. And then you think, well, why didn't I just start with this? Like, why didn't I just do like speaking? And why didn't I just do podcasting? Why didn't I just do videos from the very beginning? Cause I know I wanted to. And the reason why I did was because I was scared. I was scared because everyone's supposed to go to school and get a good education. That, that's university. And I was scared if I didn't do that, I would be the loser. I would be the odd one out. And if I didn't succeed, then, you know, where would I go? I mean, I wouldn't have a degree. I would have like no face in front of anyone because every, everyone around me was getting a degree. And if I didn't, I'd be like the, the dumb one. Do you know what? I, like that's what stopped me. Like that's what, what truthfully stopped me. But now that I can see that there are other avenues and then all it needed was courage, all it needed was to make a decision, all I really needed was just to believe in myself more than I believed in the fear. I, I know that now, I mean, 2020 vision is great. You know, I can look, look, think back and look now, but my point is that if you could just for this purpose of this exercise, go back in time and check yourself out as a kid, what you did and why, you will gain insight into yourself and you will find out and if you're trying to launch a business, you're trying to change a career, start a career, start a new job, you will see if that next step, or if you're in crossroads, not knowing which direction to go, you'll see if that's right for you, even just based on this little exercise. It will give you insight. And insight is what? Getting a better understanding of yourself. You can go to a career counselor, you can go to psycho, you can go to talk to a friend, but no one knows you more than you know yourself. And if you're raw and real and don't have to pretend to be someone you're not and just be yourself, because that's really exactly what what your next job, your next career, your next passion, your purpose needs, if you can just get in that space, you will find that you'll be closer to your passion. And then the next jump is, well, then how do I turn that into a profession? And that's, that's what the, all the interviews about. That's what all the, the podcasts about. But I really felt that I wanted to jump into here because uh, I feel that your childhood plays a huge role, huge role in developing and identifying your passion as an adult. <laughs>